You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hi, Paul. Hi, Nora. How are you? I'm very good today, as a matter of fact. Great. Me too. Good. Um, so I have a compliancy question for you. Okay, Nora's in compliance, everybody. So this <laughs> is just—it's a, a trick. This question's really for me. It's not for you. Okay. I'm sorry, Paul. We just released a blog on this, um, and I find it interesting. My question is: um, I just opened a new practice, mm-hmm. and um, or one of our members just opened yep. a new practice. Hang and- on a second. Mm-hmm. So, for for context, everybody, we don't always explain these in the podcast. We're a company that provides HR support, so we provide compliance and problem solving HR support, not not the other kind of HR that you've heard about. So, our offices are members, and they have access to our experts. And our experts help them solve their uh, problems and answer their questions, give them options, kind of talk through things. And we have kind of multi-layers here that service this. And, and, and Nora is the, layer, is the layer of compliance. So anytime we're giving answers to questions, say in um, San Francisco in the city proper, we might have to give a different answer based on uh, that location versus, say, uh, North Carolina or, or Florida, who has a different rule around something. So we can't just go, hey, you know what, let's try this. We we have to say, hey, you know what, let's try this, and you can do that where you are. Okay, now, now Nora, what did the member ask? The member asked, um, can I mandate the COVID vaccine for my staff? Can I make them do it? Yeah. So that, that target has been moving all over the place, and you said the COVID word. Oh, God. Sorry. It's okay. It's, <laughs> it's, it needs to, it's still here, and it needs to be, it needs to be mentioned. Um, I, I, Nora, before we answer this, because I'm going to put this back on you, I am going to say that this ran all over the place. We had a lot of laws get passed saying that you could do that, and then we had them challenged in court, and they got put on hold, and some of them got approved, and and there was um, uh, this is the perfect word use of the word hodgepodge, of a, that's an HR term for everybody, <laughs> a, a hodgepodge of go stop go stop yes no, and we even had people we even had some states say if you do it you're in trouble as the employer. So this this thing's been changing all, all you know all over the place. I I will say this. I don't know how you guys out there in medical practices are handling this. I don't know. I, I mean, I do know how you're doing it because we're helping guide you. But as our own business, and we're not seeing patients, we, we, you know, we do everything remote and over the phone meetings and stuff. Um, we are, it's a challenge for us as a team. We are constantly going on some kind of stay at home or we're losing two people in a department because they've been exposed or they're sick or they've caught it for the third time. Some of them are vaccinated. Others may not be. I don't, we don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what's, what's going on there. Um, It has really been difficult. I I do think one of the things that has helped us is to have as many of us vaccinated as possible so that we don't actually lose anybody. Um, And that has been helpful. I think in a medical setting, it becomes even more critical that you know what you can and can't do in this area. Nora, where are we today? Right. And in the medical setting, it's even 
more interesting because patients are asking about yeah. this as well. So, um, which we got a lot of questions about a, wh- a while back. What Especially we, in the beginning. Right. Yeah. So the reason I bring this up now, um, it may seem like old news, but a lot of states are changing their laws now. So okay. that's the reason why it's relevant again. Um, because originally what happened was a bunch of states passed laws mandating the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Those were in the states that you would think that those types of laws would be passed. Some of them were challenged, but ultimately most of them were um, deemed legal. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of those are still in place and some are not. Right. Some um, have taken back their their mandates. So if you're in one of those states, you want to keep checking to make sure that the mandate's still in place. Mm Um, And then there are other states that pass laws, like you said, um, that said if you mandate, well, that said you can't mandate the Mm -hmm. vaccine and others that say if you do, then you have to allow all of these exemptions, possible exemptions. And some of them even said that the employee could be exempt if they have any reason that they don't want to get the vaccine. So it's basically like saying you can't mandate the vaccine. And some of those laws have also been amended recently and Mm -hmm. changed. So um, that's the reason why I think it's important to keep talking about because Mm -hmm. um, we recently released a blog with updates um, of all the different places that have changed and have these laws. And it's something you you unfortunately do have to keep track of. So we can't really answer this question until we know what state are you in. And and then the question is, okay, is there a mandate in your state? Do you have to mandate the vaccine? Or if there's not a mandate can you do it are there restrictions or specific exemptions you have to give right um, beyond those required under state you know the general medical and, right. and religious exemptions so yeah that's um that's the status right now um and related to that we get another question which is how do i if i want to mandate the vaccine how do i do that with new employees right so the the where obviously just, just to kind of explain that a little bit, you've got a group of employees already and, and they are in some condition of vaccination or not vaccinated for whatever reason. And now you have a new employee coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say that you had a, f- I'm just going to give one of the many examples. You had a pretty much a 50, 50 mutiny um, threat against getting vaccinations from your team. So some people are vaccinated and some people are not. And that's a whole nother can of worms that we've been helping people with and how do you deal with it and everything else. But you say for everybody who comes through the door next, they got to be vaccinated. There is no, there is no, you get to choose one way or the other. Again, we're basing this on this could happen in your state. It's all legal for someone to have the vaccine and for others to object to it. Nor I'm going to answer the first part of it. You, you're never going to be able to get um, away from the medical and the religious exemptions, which is if you have a bona fide medical reason, and we're not going to go down the rabbit hole on what bona fide means, but it does have a meaning, um, and it can you can require it to be verified. Or if you have a bona fide religious reason, that one's really, really difficult, then you would still have to give that exemption to that new employee. Nor what about the employee coming in? Can can if we have a variety of of vaccination status inside of the practice, and I'm going to remove the the medical and the um, religious exemption, and I'm just going to say three or four people in the practice employees have decided they will not take the vaccination. Can we make the new employee do it? Can we request it? We can't make anybody go. We can't be like you're coming with me. 
Right. If they want to work for you, can you have it a requirement or a condition of employment? So um, basically, if you have not mandated the vaccine for your existing staff, Uh doing it for a new employee is not a good idea. No, it's not a good idea. Um, You want to have a consistent policy. So if you've mandated it for your staff, then yeah, you can also mandate it for this new employee, given certain exemptions. Mm -hmm. Um, Medical and religious are the, the standard ones. There are actually some states that don't require it under, you know, um, a certain level of employees. So if you're a really small employer, you're not subject to those exemptions, but we would still recommend you follow them. Yeah. They're so standard. Yep. So the answer is yes and no. You can require your new employees to be mandated if you've required your existing staff okay. to be mandated. So be consistent. It's This is the same. This is the same. It's the same conversation we have all the time. Yep. Be yep. consistent. Yep, yeah, um, disparate tre- uh, treatment of similarly similarly situated employees is what gets employers in trouble. Oh, all here the comes time. It. so everybody, <laughs> go get you, you guys go get your uh, Google dictionary out and, and, and look up the word disparate, and, and it'll make to- what she just said will make total sense. After that, um, is there anything else we need to tell people about this? Um, one thing about this that comes up a lot is. Can you ask them during their interview if they're vaccinated? Uh Again, we wouldn't really recommend that because there are these medical and religious exemptions. But you can frame the question so that you get the information. Yes. If you're going to do it, do it very carefully. Uh I think we generally recommend against it because it's easy to slip up. And what you can do is put something in your job ad saying that employees are Uh required to be vaccinated, Uh except for those with um, approved medical and, and religious exemptions. So the person is put on notice. Yep. Um, and then what you can do is once they're hired, say, here is your, you know, our policy, here mm-hmm. is the exemption form, feel free to fill it out mm-hmm. if that's what you um, need to do. But if you bring it up during the interview, the, the risk is that they're going to disclose some sort of protected right class and then you use that piece of information so this is complicated everybody i would um i mean we we need to explain this for a second so i uh decide that the of my last two candidates i don't want to go through the process of hiring them and finding out that for some reason they won't take the vaccination um out or they're going to fight me over it outside of religious or outside of a medical exemption so i decide to go ahead and i say in a in a uh, in a kind of a reverse way one of the requirements here is that all employees be vaccinated do you have any issues with that and they say yeah i do have issues with that i have and they tell you why they have a medical exemption and that is information that you would not have gained in any other way you would not have made a hiring decision on it and let's say you don't hire them after gaining that piece of information. Right. So I have lupus, or I'm in cancer treatment, or I'm in remission, and they, you know, I, I can't take any of this. And 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 you learn that piece of information, and now comes my next piece of guidance. You can't be accused of using a piece of information that you didn't know and making a decision. Right. Right. So if you don't know that they're in cancer treatment, no one can accuse you of using cancer, they're being in cancer treatment as the reason why you didn't hire them. And by the way, that's one of those things that you're not supposed to use in your, in, in your hiring decisions. So what you don't know can't be used against you. And so you got to be careful how you answer questions and when you gain that piece of information. And look, just because you know it 
or learned it or it was disclosed to you doesn't mean that you used it. Nonetheless, it, the the default for us is don't learn it if you can if you can avoid it. Right. Because you they're going to tell you things that you're not supposed to use. Like, you know, what do you what you know? What's your favorite hobby? Uh, soccer. I got 16 kids. You know, and it's like now you know they've got 16 kids. You can't unhear what you heard. We just try to get you not to ask questions that would lead people to give you even uh, more information that you shouldn't be using in your hiring process. Exactly. Yeah. We, we just try to help you avoid as much risk as possible. It's not illegal to ask someone if they plan on getting pregnant. It's not. It, when you're in, the, when you're in the, the hiring process and you're interviewing candidates, it is not legal to use the answer to that question to weed them out. To say, I'm not hiring you because you told me you plan on having kids. Yes, but why are you asking the question if it's not relevant? And now you're, and now you're okay, I'm going to use the other HR term. You're screwed. <laughs> right. So I, I just want to make it clear. But we keep hearing you, there's these illegal questions you can't ask, you or these questions you can't ask because they're illegal. They're not. The, uh, many of those questions that you see framed that way are not illegal, but using what you learned about it to make your hiring process and then defending why you asked the question in the first place is another so um, I, I don't know. I just thought I'd kind of put that. Yeah, it's interesting. It, it, it feels illegal when you does. say it. <laughs> because it's wrong. It's wrong because <laughs> yeah. if you are an employer and you're asking that question, then the question should be relevant to the position, it, especially always. in an interview. Yeah. So if it's then relevant to the position, it's illegal. Yeah. Then so. it becomes an illegal dis- a decision, <laughs> right. a piece of information you use to make it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, I think we've given every piece of information we can on this. Yeah. Wow. We went from, where did we start? What was I don't original, know. <laughs> what was the original question? It was about vaccines. It was, can I mandate the vaccine yeah, for Yeah. Before you do, please pay attention to what your uh, state and local laws are. Be consistent on what you're already doing inside of your practice, as long as that consistency is is copacetic and compliant with the, with the rules in your state. Right. Okay, thanks, Nora. That was good. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week and remember better workplaces make better lives.